Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Action movie. Jeez. Uh, we are here with Ryan McGonagall. We're going to shoot some here, go try quick pickup shots here. Over yeah, here by where we shoot. shot the, uh, the Alex Griffin stuff. We're over here going to shoot some... Yeah, it should open. We shoot some uh, black pumpkin uh, pickup shots just right out in front of this area. Here we go. I don't know if Ryan's pulling into this place or not. He's got his hand, his uh, fancy, his handy dandy fancy 4K camera. To shoot. Alright, give me your coffee. And put on the pants and everything? Osmond, was that her name? Is that her name? Osmond? Yes. Joe Osmond, a little person, stunt performer. Oh. <laughs> okay, Kurt, I'm trying to get in and out. You're trying to, like, make a podcast. <laughs> I gotta go barefoot on this one. Simultaneous podcasting. Ooh. So you're not going to see the face of Bloody Bobby, right? No. You'll like just the, the back? See the mask. You will see the mask? Yeah. Oh, so we will see his face? Mm-hmm. Oh. Which way are you shooting it? 
I don't have the morph. I got to figure out the angle. I'm wearing the mask. I got the suit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is independent filmmaking at its finest. When you see the security footage in Black Pumpkin, just know that you were there first. You heard it first. You were there. You are here. Come on. The tripod giving you issues? Yes, I'm setting this right here, so just keep your eyeballs on it. Uh, what box? There's like a box right there. Like, oh no. This thing? No, that's, no, I don't think that's the mic. Alright, like, that'll work. Hold on. this in so um, walk to the first step and just sit there keep your head helmet down or your foot down and then kind of look up yeah keep it down now kind of using your knees kind of crawl up the stairs oh that won't work all right just go to the next step just normal, just go to the next step. Still look down. Okay, do it again, go to the next step.
head down. Slowly look up at the camera. Now go to the next step. step over here by that yellow pole so you're completely off I know no you don't need to be you don't need to, you can show your feet and everything I'm just trying to get a blink another blink all right now walk back get right up to the pole no no I'm sorry right up to the tripod closer to the tripod. A little bit more. Alright, perfect. Now kind of pop up and look into the camera. Again. Try to get a little bit closer. No, a little bit more closer. Because I don't want to see anything. I want to get completely nothing. So bend down. Boom, 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 boom. And jump up. Boom. Now kind of stand up, and we're going to get right into this camera. Right, go down a little bit. Alright, so I want you to come like this, and step back. And then, camera's right here, so I really want you to go into the camera. Ready? Go. Let's do it again. Faster. Alright, now go where you're actually kind of running up to the camera then. The best you can. Perfect. Alright, now go back to the car. One more time, just so I make sure I have it. Okay, that's good. We got it. We don't want to That worked out so much better than I thought. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, independent filmmaking at its finest. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You heard some behind the scenes. The now, right there. that's right. We'll be showing Black Pumpkin on the 28th of September. 29th. And the 29th of September. Um, double feature on the 29th with Bloody Bobby and 
and uh, black pumpkin. man in his underwear in my parking lot. Go, ladies and gents. You were there. 12 minutes. We shot that sequence in 12 minutes. Sometimes it really does pay off to have a skeleton crew. Oh, so, um, you know, this is what I'll do before I hop into the car. Why don't you, um, pull that car out? and then I'll hop in when you get out there. I'll close the gate. Ladies and gentlemen, you, I think, I, you were there, I think, for the, for the last shot. I think we did everything for Bloody Bobby. Brian came out from Corona today. As you know, I did the podcasts with him and his family during the, uh, what is being called the Holy Fire. He had to evacuate. And, uh, now, now he's, now he's back. <coughs> back in his house. Oh yeah, here, let me type it in. We'll talk more later, folks. Willis snapped sometime in his 20s after being asked what he was talking about for the millionth time and chained the family up in the basement. He fed them regularly, but ignored their pleas to free them. One day, Mr. Drummond, in his frail state, dies. Willis reflects on his life choices and melts down. He murders the rest of the family quietly with his own bare hands. Two decades later, he still lives among their corpses, making believe they're alive. The neighbor kids now know Willis as that weird old man with the long hair and beard who is always staring. Baby Chansky, sir, Black Pumpkin, and Bloody Bobby. That's right. But, uh, so, I took a picture of him on Instagram and I tagged it because the fire's in the background and, like, Griffin's with them. And I put, uh, Inspirato Projecto and a fan. Yeah, <laughs> and a fan <laughs> out near the burning, burning Holy fire. Yeah, <laughs> holy fire. Uh, and then, so we, um, I bought Avengers Infinity. I told you this. I bought a bit, and Max watched it and he was crying. And then a couple of days later, um, I put it on for Kurt and he cries. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh know, yeah. Like, wow, this is really is a Oh man, it's so he intense. was really digging it though. Like, oh yeah. Because before we were talking about, it, he goes, oh they they make these horror, or they make these superhero movies, and they don't have the colors and everything. And, like, yeah. He was just blown away. It was like everything he was asking for, just like a day. Yeah. Really it actually was like a real life, uh, 
comic book. It was amazing. Inside or outside? Maybe outside, huh? Outside, kind of more outside. Is that good? We're at a place called Wahlberg's right now. We are, in fact, at Wahlberg's, a burger joint owned by the Wahlberg's. How did you hear about this? It was on Colbert last night. Oh, so you Wahlberg. just heard about it last like night? I, 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 yeah, Colbert's yes. No, no, but like, they have like, their own reality. He's telling me he put his mom on the series. They wouldn't have like. I think it's where I'm sitting. So he, he, he what? He, who did what? Oh, we'll sit. I think we'll sit. Thank you. For some reason, the logo on the shirt reminds me of the Green Lantern symbol. I don't know why. <laughs> it is kind of like the Green Lantern symbol. Yeah, that's a good point. This is our alcohol menus, in case you guys are interested, and then this is vegetarian menus. Okay, thank, thank, you. thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So he did a... Um, it was really kind of cool. I kind of like him, Robert. But he was talking about the reality series, and he put his mom to work. He gave his mom a job making money. And every year he says, I don't want to do the year. And she's, but what am I going to do? <laughs> she's got to be, he's got to send the contract for the year to re- renew it. Because he thought it was going to be a bunch of people, you know, complaining about each other. And it's not that, I guess it's a, I've never seen it, but it's a pretty good show. But he's expanding and he's going to have like another, he's got like a, a huge big chain. So it's so. about the Wahlberg family? Wahlberg family, yeah. And they're in an action with mom there. It's always, you know, like she's from Boston and she's like, you know, tough little broad. And Entourage is about <laughs> You, didn't, you knew that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Entourage is about Mark Wahlberg. Huh. So when they did the Entourage movie, the real-life Mark Wahlberg and his Entourage actually kind of run into the Entourage group in, like, a hallway, and they have, like, a little back and forth. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know there was a, 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 a movie of that. <laughs> Hi, you're on the podcast. You're famous right now. <laughs> you can stay anonymous, I don't care. She's gonna punch you. Why did I steal lemonade? Our server is not who you think she is. She's so bashful, but she's not at all anyone that you would know. Don't worry, you're not famous. Oh, for sure, yeah. I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about the Okay, why did I steal lemonade? Some people are very, very bashful. Very, very bashful. They hide from themselves. Let me get a Fountain drink. I just want a Coca-Cola. Sir, what can I get for you tonight? Do you have Mountain Dew by any chance? No, no, we don't. We don't have Mountain Dew. Do you have coffee? I'll have hot coffee. That sounds delicious. I'm going to start with your drinks. I'll be back in a minute. Just wanted to let you know that all the burgers are cooked medium, but if you request them more cooked for we can still do that for you. Cool. I love that. I love that idea. You're not making anybody nervous with that thing. <laughs> I know, it's funny. It's funny. Right? They'll walk into a grocery like store. Twice. Look at they got they got security footage on them all day long, yet when someone pulls out a podcast, they're t- suddenly terrified. All day long. Wow. <laughs> Grilled cheese is made with government cheese. Made with what kind of cheese? Grilled cheese is made with government cheese. Nice. Oh, government cheese. 
No, that's like a thing. Like uh, yeah, government cheese. That like people like I, go out of their way for that. I mean, they would they would they give the government gets the way because they buy from cheese. I didn't even know they yeah. did government yeah. cheese. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that an awesome thing? It was just a certain kind of cheese. I remember as a kid, and we, we would just get this huge block. My grandparents did. We had grilled cheese for like a week. It was made by the government? Yeah, it was like free. Like, here, come get your free cheese. Everyone got like a block. Oh, wow. Like poor people. But we were poor. So to some people, they give it away for free. Other places, you buy it at a restaurant. Restaurant. So because he's like from like, um, you know, like a blue-collar type family and ah. you know Boston so our girl cheese is government you know government cheese so people can like actually relate to that oh wow yeah sure we're on sunset right <laughs> that's what we're on right yeah we're sunset? right here on the yeah. corner of sunset boulevard yeah, so and sunset plaza government cheese girl cheese on sunset <laughs> Ooh, yes I love that government so cheese <laughs> cheese on sunset yeah, it's probably pretty good actually but I love that they put in there Oh, that's... <sighs> oh, that's actually for a kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a small burger. <laughs> <laughs> government, bur- government cheese is on the burgers, too. Oh. Oh, it's a free topping, too. A free toppings? Wow. It's really nice of them that they give you these toppings for free, that they don't make you pay extra for onions, pickles, tomato, lettuce, etc., etc. What do you suppose is the wall sauce? Are you going to ask him what it is? That's right. Is it the word? Yeah, all secret sauces are Thousand Island. What's the wall sauce there? All right, folks, more later after we eat our government cheese. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts about Wahlburgers? Did you like your... Did you like your... It's okay. It was like an experience. You yeah. had turkey. I had turkey. I didn't have a real burger. I had turkey. It's like a turkey dinner of sorts, right? It was a Thanksgiving burger. That's right. It had stuffing in it. Stuffing and cranberries and turkey and mayo. <laughs> it had mayonnaise on it. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to have to try mayonnaise at this year's Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. And it was, uh, who's, which, Wahlberg? Um, that was Mark Wahlberg's favorite um, burger. That's I guess he's the more, like, uh, more popular Wahlberg. There's three Wahlbergs, right? Donnie I think, Wahlberg. I didn't even know there was the other, the third one until I saw the menu yeah, today. Paul? Is that what his name was? Paul, yeah. And then the secret, uh, <laughs> Jebediah Wahlberg. That's right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Jebediah Baldwin, Jebediah Wahlberg, <laughs> Jebediah Osborne. That's right. <laughs> Jebediah Wahlberg, the brother they never speak of, <laughs> the one who lives in the Amish community. What was Donnie and Marie? What were their last names? Was that the oh, Osmond? Osmond. Yeah. Osmond? 
So there you, was a bunch of them, right? Wasn't there like a, a band? Like oh, a, oh yeah. It was Donnie the Marie, but then the Osmonds and were they oh. like the Beach Boys type? Like what? what did oh, they sing? that's a good question. Maybe it was what like a they, Beach Boys sing? kind of band. Oh, uh, it's a little bit country. Uh, no, I'm no, that was bit... that was Donnie Marie though. Oh. Like did they like meaning they had like a popular song that yeah, was like I'm the family that, band? I, yeah, I think the Osmonds were the popular one, but for some reason Donnie Marie got their own show. I remember watching Donnie Marie as a kid, and there was like an episode where they had like Star Wars, and they oh. they sang like a disco-y type thing with like the Star Wars people. Oh, and then as a kid, I thought every episode would have Star Wars on it. And, I was highly disappointed in most Donnie and Marie oh, episodes. <laughs> did Marie put her hair up in a... I almost mentioned she I'm, put I'm her hair sure like I'm pretty sure she did, later. yeah. Yeah, it was right around the time, I think, that um, Star Wars Hollywood special or episode came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, where we got a chance Life to see Day. Chewbacca's family. Yeah, Life Day, right? Was it Life Day? Was that the name of it? I think it was Life Day, yeah. Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher has a musical number. I remember oh. that. It's really bad. And that's where Boba Fett first premiered as, a, as an animated Fett cartoon. A cartoon. He's kind of a good guy, too. Yeah, he battles some kind of like yeah. like a Loch Ness Monster kind of thing. And no, I think he's writing it. Oh, he's writing it? Yeah. Like it's his beast? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was like a cartoon. I don't know if they were trying to do a, um, a cartoon of Star Wars at one. No, I know that... Do you think that they they weren't they weren't they saying they want to do a prequel of uh, Boba Fett? Boba Fett is always rumored to be um, in the works, and I think they 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 actually greenlit it enough where someone's right, someone popular is writing the script for Boba Fett. Movie. Do you think they'll show a scene where he's riding on the back of one of those creatures, <laughs> Loch Ness monster? To sort of tie that in, <laughs> that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I wonder if they're trying to do so many Star Wars that it'll catch up in, like, recent times because, you know, it was a, a long oh. time ago. Oh, yeah, a long time ago in a galaxy far, yeah, so, far away. Like, watch wow, them, like, so end up on Wow, so eventually they'll end up over here. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Like, in the 60s, we'll have, like, um, Ewoks, Whoa. like, at Woodstock or something. Wow, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> wow. And what, what's considered, like, a long time ago now? You know, because, like, in the 70s, That's you know, true. a long time ago... We're talking about like oh geez, but now a long time ago with the, the mean, hipsters and moly. the millennials, that that could be like, you know, like 2010. I mean, <laughs> a long time ago when they were doing the prequels. Oh my god! <laughs> a long time ago when they were doing prequels. Yeah, that, Boy, that's such a good question. When I was a kid, they had um, Star Wars Saturday morning cartoons. Are you shedding or something? What are you doing? What'd you do? Um, did I drop my... Oh, no, my microphone's in my pocket. Um, Are you shitting? <laughs> they, they, did, they had a, um, a Saturday morning special for Star Wars at one point. Yeah, they did. They, it was droids. It was droids, droids and Ewoks. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did have the Ewoks. I kind of remember the theme song. E, 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 Ewoks. Now, did that come around the same time as droids? Was it on? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think one, it was like so an remember. hour, and each one had like a half hour. Oh, they kind of, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and droids, I remember there was like the character in there, and I, I, that always baffled me as a kid growing up, like, 
how they all related to the Star Wars universe. You know, in yeah. addition to just... Uh, well, if you really think about it, like, C-3PO and R2-D2 are kind of like the sluts of the Star Wars universe. They're, like, with everybody. That's right. They're, 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 they've they survived have a, through everything. Yes, huh? they, they survive. They've been owned by people. Wow. So they always seem to just include those guys mm-hmm. well, in whatever they do. It's pretty cool. I think they're the only ones that's been in, like, every episode. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. And I think Chewbacca has, like, more screen time than, like, Luke Skywalker now. Whoa, that's right, because, yeah, that's right, he showed up in, uh... Uh, Revenge of the Sith? He was in Solo, he was in, uh... He was in Solo? he was, Revenge of the Sith. So he's been, and then he's, like, in all these new ones, so he's, like, like, six, seven, so eight movies. Wow. Compared to, like, Luke Skywalker, he's been in, like, four. Wow. Do, Do we count the one where he just shows up for, like... Eight seconds at the end. <laughs> does, does that count? That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. Did you hear the story about what they did with that? So um, they did the the table read, and Mark Hamill was there, and they wanted to get the picture of Mark Hamill at the table read. So they had him narrate because he has no lines. Oh my god! So when they took this big picture, people were like freaking the hell out. Oh jeez! Oh they boy! They were trolling them, trolling the internet. And so poor Mark Hamill probably didn't even realize till the end of it that he's like, really? wait a second, I was just a narrator and they're where are my lines? <laughs> well, you just said them, Luke. You just uh, said, look, I you narrated have, it. Uh, oh, uh, I'd have Mark Hamill narrate the Star Wars as the Joker or something. Oh, that would be great. That would be very great. Someone did that where they did like a famous voice. I think it was the guy who does Pooh Bear. And he does it something else but he did like one of the other characters but it's like Pooh Bear maybe it was like the the Joker or something like oh that oh my god I remember seeing that it was like a big thing on like those com- one of those Comic Con clips a couple of years ago oh my god that's great so they so the, the guy who did the voice of Pooh Bear actually he did the voice of the Joker right something the like that he, he came he like did something as Pooh Bear, that was completely not Pooh Bear character. Oh my god! Because that guy's still alive, right? Yeah, in those previews, actually, he uh, he and the original voices of Winnie the Pooh actually um, are doing the voices, which is so cool. That um, in the Pooh Bear movie, I was a little 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 kid, and it was, I just remember that whole belly laugh. You know, like when that one thing strikes you, it's so funny when you're a kid. And it was that um, when he's working out in the morning, and he's all, I am short, fat, and proud of that. I just thought that was like the funniest thing. Oh, ever that's on. great. <laughs> so, this place, is it true that Cecil B. DeMille, this was his old place that where he, his old studio over here, the uh, Hollywood Heritage he pretty much has Museum? No, that's where we shot. Um, he owned something, wasn't that the guy? Yeah, he was one of the owners of that ranch we were at when we shot Black Pumpkin. You know that, right? Uh, the guy who owns this? No, the the CC, the mill. He was. Um, he owned the ranch. Oh, <coughs> oh, that's that what we you're shot saying. Black Pumpkin on. That's right. God, that is awesome. 
Am I going in the right direction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it is the Hollywood Bowl of traffic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there's all those all those buses. Oh, fuck the Hollywood. My brother and I saw Steely Dan here. I'm so glad we oh, did. Oh wow. Um <laughs> Man, thank God we did. I mean that was I saw uh, um John Williams here with Lisa. Wow. And, um, did they show Star Wars stuff up on a screen? Oh, must yeah, be cool. like a shitload of stuff. Um, wow. And he actually, um, this is interesting, so, he, you know, he, he does everything, right? And um, he pretty much does every movie from your childhood. What do you think, out of everything that he's done, what do you think, like, his, his personal favorite is? Out of everything John Williams has done, he has, like, one personal favorite, and that's what he, like closes mm. it with that's like his free bird that's like his boy desperado that's he's done what... so many good ones jeez mm. and it's not Star Wars it's nothing with Star Wars uh I know what the score to the Muppet movie ah. <laughs> 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 he had nothing to do with that <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't even the movie it was yeah. the TV show he's like and now I should play a few of my swan song there was an episode of the family guy where Brian becomes like a porn director or something and he's at like the their Oscars and where you get like the Woody <laughs> and so they're doing like best score for a porno. Oh my and god! So all these guys the are like wooden. total scumbags, right? They're all like they they have like cigarettes and they're all like oh they're like, taking you know, us they the have like route. bellies you know hanging out of their shirts and oh stuff. Oh my god, that is and, so funny! You know, it's all this like boom, chicka boom, bam, and it's like a synthesizer. And like the last one is like John Williams, and it's all. Oh my god, no way. <laughs> and I think that he even wins. Like, John Williams wins for best. Oh my god. John Williams. Oh, Woody. Oh my god. No, seriously, what do you think? Like, out of everything uh, he did. Jeez. I don't know. One would think that. Did, he didn't do. Did he do the original Superman or no? Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. That's right. He That's did. Like probably my favorite. I what, think so. The one that got, I actually got goosebumps for was. Um, the Jurassic Park one. Oh, you know when they're dri- you know they're driving up. Da, 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 yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. That's right. Yeah. When they when they did the um, the new movies, they don't use John Williams, and so it was what? like yeah, it, it was kind of like. Why would they choose not to? That what a weird idea. Yeah, well, they they did that with Superman. We had to hear that. Oh yeah. That fucked up. Um, um, oh. Um. No, like Superman is a dun 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 yeah. dun dun dun. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. So, um, so it's not Superman. Jeez. It's not um, Star Wars. What mm. do you think? Just God, that's a tricky one. Try to think what the heck else he did. Oh, Back to the Future he did. No, that was someone else. Oh, he didn't do Back to the Future? Uh, uh-uh, it was the same Why guy. Why did I even think of no, that? No, I think that, that think was that? the same guy who did the. Um, the Fer- uh, Forrest Gump one. Oh. No, no. It, it, when you when I say it, you're going to go, oh, why didn't I think about that? Oh, what? What is it? E.T. Oh, my God. I forgot he did E.T. Yeah, that's what he closes it with. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. And then he did E.T. And one of the cool things he did, he did, like, um, the whole beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. But they played it live. 
Oh my god. My god, he's got so many oh, winning like, songs. He's like he does like, like Jaws. Anthemic, like huge. Uh, oh he did Jaws too. What Harry the heck? Potter? Wow, man. And that's just like like he, 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 there's other stuff like I think there's like Schindler's List he pretty much does like anything that Spielberg does oh that makes oh that's right that's right I forgot about that yeah it's all Spielberg mm-hmm. you know what score I remember as a kid that I loved um, do you remember um, The Last Starfighter oh yeah how come that movie has not been redone in this Whoa. time of day where video games are so, like, important to the kid's life. Oh, wow. How yeah. come we haven't redone Last wow. Starfighter? That was such a great movie. Wow. And people shit on it because pretty much any sci-fi film that wasn't Star Wars, we shit on. But wow. that was one that had a lot of heart and it, it, it was good. Yeah. Wow, The Last Starfighter. Forgot about that one. That was like one of those. So that was, so it was a video game, and what they it they, was the, it was what they referred to as like the Excalibur. So like they would put the the game, and the kid would play, and then if the kid hit a certain score, then like the Zentari or something like that would come down. He goes because he was good enough to fly the ship. Oh, I see. So that was sort of their litmus litmus yeah, test to see was, if, yeah, if they were like good. Who's, who's like of. I don't know who's who's good enough to pull Whoa. the sword from the stone. Wow. I don't know. I don't think they were called Zintari. For some reason, that name pops up. That might have been like the the other guy. Because the 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 guy who goes get some was that guy from um, the Music Man, the old musical. Remember the the Music oh. Man or oh, something wow. like that. Big breast space, piccolo, piccolo. So that yeah. guy showed up in. No, that's like the main list. guy in Last Starfighter. Oh. He's like the, the. With um, the voice of the computer. No, no, like in, and he was the guy who put the video game in the trailer park, and then oh. he went to go get him. He's kind of like their Obi Wan Kenobi, oh. but he was like almost like a, um, like a used car salesman. Oh. Right? So oh, he's that's more cool of like they... like a borderline con man. Oh. See, that was like a movie that, you know, some people really liked, some people didn't like. There were some good sci-fi movies back in the 80s that, you know, would just rock it. Wow. Jeff Bridges and Starman. You know, another good, you know, I don't think I ever saw that. I always wanted to see that one. You never saw Starman? Mm-mm. Oh, wow, that John Carpenter? I still get, oh, John Carpenter did that? Oh, one? yeah. I didn't know that. Holy cow. John Carpenter and... Jeff Bridges. What's the last thing that Jeff uh, that uh, John Carpenter directed that you remember? He he went B movie for the longest time. Um, yeah, a lot of those vampire movies with like Christopher. No, not Christopher. Walken. Oh, was it Christopher Walken? Oh, that's right. There were uh, the what the last one that I can remember vampire. seeing in the movie theater where I still loved his stuff. Like, I think I saw, like, the vampire movie, but one that I absolutely loved where I knew it was John Carpenter going in was um, They Live. Wow. Because that, that was just, like, a combo of John Carpenter with Rowdy Rowdy Piper. You know, that mm-hmm. was, like, my life at that point. That was cool. 
and that's a movie that talk about one that holds up like man they were like like they live and escape from New York pretty much just like predicted the future wow so prophetic I mean everything about they live I mean it's so oh, funny it's how fantastic. people call it a documentary because it really oh it's so fantastic it's um, I'm so glad he was able to get away with that like that's well, exposing everything he, he was kind of flying under the radar because after um, the, man I heard that after he did Big Trouble in Little China he was so unhappy with the experience of dealing with the studios mm. he didn't want to do the studio movie anymore oh. and They Live was kind of like a high budget B movie oh but it, you know that one held up I don't think it did great in the movie theaters at the time box office but man just like Big Trouble in Little China it held up He's doing something. I think he's doing the score for the new Halloween movie. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So there's another, what, a reboot oh, yeah. of it? No, it's like they're going to act like no sequels ever happened. That's awesome. It literally just went from Halloween. Like, forget the stuff about Michael Myers and Laurie Stroud being brother or sister. Forget all that stuff. Wait, so it's going to go straight from when to where? From the first movie. Where he gets shot and he falls off the so, balcony. Really? So yeah. this is in a sense... Like the, the Halloween 2 didn't happen. None of that stuff happened. And it's going to be tough for me because, you know, being such a fan, I'm going to have to erase all this stuff of, you know... Wow. Even though, you know, a lot of it's cheesy, but I have to still... Wow. So they're going to say, okay, none of that happened. This is just none of it purely... Happened. Yes, it was all a rumor. I forget exactly how they do it. We're gonna start over, and it definitely looks more violent. What? And so John, and so he he is not gonna direct it. No, no, someone else is. But the guy from, um, man, I, I can't think of the dude's name. The um, the guy from Pineapple Express, um, the comedian. Danny McBride. Yes, McBride. he wrote it, or he he wrote the first draft. <laughs> so he gets like uh, writing credit. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Is that, John Carpenter helping with writing? Yeah, he, I think he's actually producing it and um, interesting doing wow. the score. Well, if he's got the, you know, I guess if the the originator, the creator of something like that is behind it, and you would, you know, you would hope that if they put their stamp of approval on it, it it, it is it fulfills uh, a vision that they're they fully endorse, I suppose. Yeah, like, fits along in their universe. Well, I'm pretty sure like John Carpenter's been asked to go do many Halloweens and stuff, and, and once you get to a certain point, you just don't want to do them anymore. Mm. You just like, what else do you have left in you? You know, yeah. give it to someone else who could put a new spin on it and make it interesting. Like, I just have like, you know, one more Bloody Bobby type film in me, and then, you know. Now they don't own all the rights. Maybe like Shado will just run with it and we give it to someone else. Wow. You know, it's like, uh, I guess it would be cool though if you're just, I guess someone came up to you and says, okay, here's like this amount of dollars and like every year you're just going to do a sequel to this. Like you're going to do like 32 Planet of the Apes movies 
or something. And, like, that would be totally cool because, like, the rest of your life. But also, how boring would that be? Like, oh, I have to do another, you know. Well, I suppose it'd be the $6 same. $6 million dollar film. I guess it would be similar to uh, um, doing a TV show where you're, you're basically. You know, if it's an hour each episode, and then you got like I don't know, eighteen episodes or something. But even then, they bring in new actors, and, you know, directors and writers, mm. and, you know, to keep it fresh. But oh, can you yeah, imagine? It would be almost a prison, especially like what, what year do you just get old? Like oh my god, like year three, you know, I have you know seventeen more years of this shit. I can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. I said this. Yeah, the same it, problems. Right. The same. BS of you know people telling you <laughs> you know stuff and annoying you. And, yeah, yeah. That, that, I see what you so mean. So I, I, it could have its like drawbacks. That's for sure. Or you could just be like kind of doing like Lloyd Kaufman type movies where you're all fuck it, I don't care. Dolphin Man meets Toxic Avenger. Let's do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. We don't need a script. Let's make it up on the fly. Oh, my God. Let's <laughs> make it up on the fly. Yeah, we don't need a script. Let's improvise. Oh, my God. It's a Dana Carvey on that. That was crazy. It's going to be playing at that place. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that could probably get pretty old. And I guess... Also, just to entertain yourself, I can imagine that's where those sequels of taking it into space or taking it, <laughs> you know, heck, into the center of the earth, taking it. Like in the Leprechaun movies, like Leprechaun, you know, they're all crap. But you have Leprechaun and then you do Leprechaun 2 and then you go, oh, let's, let's put, what do we, you know, do? Let's, let's put them in the hood. So then they put them in the hood and it's like halfway decent. So then they do like Leprechaun in space. That one doesn't do good. So let's bring them back to the hood. Now it's Leprechaun back to the hood. Bring them back to the hood. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. There's so many, so many things that like directions you could go in. I mean, let's say for instance, even with like, like Halloween or something. I mean, what if Michael Myers is like, Cryogenically frozen, and he's he's taken on some big ship, some big battleship that, that across. Was, that was like. Um, Did they already do something like that? Jason X, where Friday. Oh, he was 13th out in space, eight. right? Yeah, he got frozen, and there was like a, a super version in space of Jason, and that actually has like this, uh, like one of the best deaths of any Friday the Thirteenth came from that movie. He's like, um, what's that liquid oxygen stuff oh, that freezes yeah, you? Yeah, not, yeah. What is that stuff called? Nitroglycerin? Yes, he, he dumps her face in it. Oh, jeez. It turns he, to ice or then, whatever? Yeah, then he pulls Smash. her out, and then oh, he, yeah, like, shatters her, her against, like, Oh, my the God. <laughs> like, you've seen all those movies, like, okay, you dip your hand in there, all of a sudden it turns into, like, this yes. ice, ice hand. Sure. <laughs> I think Penn & Teller has done a few of those. Really? Yeah, where they stick their hands in there, and they, like, break it on a table all or right. something. Have fun. All right, dude. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks for everything. That was fun. It was a lot of fun. All right, man. Take care. All right. So there you have it, folks. Ryan McGonigal, director, creator, um, imagineer of Bloody Bobby, Diablo Steel, and a host of other movies. Keep your eyes open for those.
This concludes tonight's broadcast of Inspirato Projecto Podcast. We will see you more later. Bye-bye. Every time I listen to Inspirato Projecto, I hear these new kids talking about Yachtly Jew. Yachtly Jew did this. Yachtly Jew did that. What are they? What are they? My sugar? When's it ever going to end? What are we going to do here? I don't get it. You have a Nathan's hot dog. They're kosher. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mr. Mr. Tauratsky. You have such extraordinary points of view. Thank you very much for your insightful opinions. And of course, of your more rambunctious opinions. I'm not going to get deep into it right now. However, <clears throat> some of you know that I'm a pretty pretty big uh, fan of Andy Kaufman and the idea of him faking his death. May 16th, 1984. Uh, it all started with AndyKaufmanLives.com and then it went to Twitter under the handle TheAndyKaufman. Uh, that person that runs it his name is Stephen Maddox, and one of his accounts on YouTube called Puzzment, P-U-Z-Z space M-E-N-T, and that's short for Puzzlementary. That's a whole that's a whole whole explanation. However, there was a movie documentary called The Death of Andy Kaufman, all about um, trying to find Andy Kaufman and trying to figure out who Stephen Maddox was in relation to Andy Kaufman. So this is a new, about a week ago, this is um, this is a review for the movie The Death of Andy Kaufman. Someone reviewed it. So Puzzment left a little message here. I thought it's kind of interesting. You ask, what would be the point of Andy coming back and revealing his trick? This was never his plan. If he did that, it would just be a trick. The plan is this. After the death of their father, Michael was to have Andy's grave exhumed. Then, Andy would be a legend. Bigger than Jimmy Hoffa and Houdini rolled into one. For centuries, people would marvel and wonder, how did he pull it off? The problem is that it seems as though Michael may be playing the only card he has left. It is possible Michael is delaying or postponing the exhumation in an attempt to force his brother to contact him. This will never happen. The ball is in Michael's court. As with all things, Michael, it is safe to assume he may drop it. If Michael resigns his part of the agreement, the only hope for Andy's legendary status would be for Lynn Margulies or Linda Mitchell to come forward and have the grave exhumed. And below that, 
Someone commented, someone named Butter on Corn commented, The first frame of the Book of Illusion was shot on Thursday morning, May 17, 1984. The last frame has yet to be created. If you get the chance, look, go on to archive.org, and there's a little thing up there called the Wayback Machine. Look under andykaufmanlives.com. Look in the Waveback Machine and check out the evolution of that site and all the crazy stuff that used to be on that. It'll flip your brain. Also keep your eyes peeled for the documentary Kaufman Lives. You can, you can search for the hashtag, hashtag Kaufman Lives online and you'd, you'd be very surprised by what you find. We would be glad, though, to come over to your house... And film the last minute of it, you see. Kill off the first four minutes and then watch you rise. Okay. How far have you uh, moved around? Oh, I've taken a long trip. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, um, because I'm not, it, look, it would look weird if somebody just saw me oh, like, climb around. So I stay in my backyard pretty much, and I can the trees, and um, I've learned, you know, and I like, and I look at the birds, and... Kinda, you know how you talk to a dog? Sometimes you go rrr, rrr, like that. I do. Yeah. I got a great one. Wait a minute. Do you know how many dogs at home just now, Mom? Do you do that too? Well, I, I'm not as well as you, but I, I try, you know, to communicate with the dogs that way. And I don't know what I'm saying, but apparently I must be saying something sure. to them. Sure. So I do the same thing with the birds. Wait, uh, you talk to the birds? Tweet, 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 tweet. Like that. That's fun. Yeah, they... uh... Oh, yes. And by the way... Thank you very much, Forgotten Tales, for giving us, dear listeners, another exciting episode of the Different Strokes Revival Television Radio Program. 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 We here at Inspirato Projecto Radio Podcast Broadcast Channel Network. We here fully appreciate each and every contribution that you give and share with this collaborative experience. May you and your mind and your imagination continue to harvest lots and lots of delicious and nutritious informationals. Take care. Goodbye. And Keep that in mind.